The Open Book on cliffcentral.com It is a beautiful Thursday morning here on uh, The Open Book Cliff Central. Yes, it always is a beautiful Thursday here on The Open Book because I kind of say that every single time I'm on the show. But this is why. Um, why should Thursday not be a beautiful day? Because Friday is literally a day away. I mean, it's tomorrow. And who doesn't like the anticipation of Fridays? No matter how spiritual or unspiritual you are. I know that uh, most of you think that uh, Fridays are the best days, and I can understand. I think Thursdays are actually really the best days. Because, and um, if you kind of listen to songs, most songs are actually written about Friday. I couldn't find a song. I was trying to find a song on YouTube that I could celebrate this day with, you know, this Thursday. Um, but I found nothing. only thing I found was uh, it was songs about Friday. Uh, there was a a Greek one that also had a Saturday in it. Uh, celebrating Saturdays and um, Monday, the worst day, according to uh, according to most people. But let me give you two reasons why I think Thursdays are the best days. Here we go. I feel like the weekend starts when the work is over on Thursday. So most people uh, they don't work effectively on Friday since they are too excited for the weekend. They just want to go home. Uh, they don't want to produce anything, which uh, you know, which makes it. Not necessarily a good day, but it becomes more of a, of a zombie day. On the other hand, uh, people are super energetic on Thursdays. So I love Thursdays. And what's more, everybody sleeps super happy on Thursday evening because Friday is literally a few hours away. So even if, even if like the world had to end on a Thursday, at least people slept with, you know, people slept with the, with the happy heart, knowing that, you know, uh, there was a better day that was coming, although it's not really the best day. And so here's the number two reason, and I think uh, this is probably one directed more towards the ladies, why I think Thursdays are the best days. Here you go, ladies. If you like shopping, it's your last chance before weekend shopping madness. Come on now. So uh, get those monies, and, uh, and uh, for those of you who can be celebrating Easter, go today. Don't go tomorrow because, as you know, especially for those of you um, who live in Johannesburg and love to shop in Santon, you know how Santon gets like, like on uh, on Saturdays. So rather go today, the best, uh, the best day, which is Thursday. So um, also just another word to songwriters. I think, please, man, guys, uh, we need to write more songs. I'm talking so much rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favor and just go and write more songs about Thursdays in the words of Philip Kinton, who once said, this is the day that the Lord has made. So uh, what did she say again? So let us sing of it. She said it, you know, that's the future American president, you know, leader of the free world. Well, so they say. We don't know. I'd like to hear what Don, I, I should probably go and ask Donald Trump. What do you so think about uh, about Thursdays? Give us a quote. But... And I have to admit it strongly. There is one Friday that beats any other Thursday by far for being the best day in the year. Best day in the year. And no, it's not Christmas because uh, Christmas can actually fall on any, on any time of the week. Just like your birthday could fall on, on, on any day of the week. The best day of the week, which only occurs once in a year, is this one right here. It is Good Friday. Good Friday, also known as Holy Friday is the Friday immediately preceding Easter Sunday. It is celebrated by Christians all over the world as the day on which Jesus was crucified. But why is Good Friday referred to as good? 
Huh? Why is it referred to as good? I mean, after all, uh, the Jewish authorities and the Romans, what they did to Jesus on Good Friday was definitely not good. But however, the results of Christ's death are very good for us Christians. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And then 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 18 tells us that, For Christ died for sins once and for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit. So in other words, you know, as Christ died and he, he rose again, the same power that resides in him is the same resurrection power that resides in us. That is why we celebrate and we call it Good Friday. But do we actually know the origins of Easter? Because uh, when, you know, if you, if you go and read the Bible, you never see uh, any of the, uh, the disciples celebrating Easter or actually even calling it this day Easter. And so like Halloween... Uh, because I had a show on Halloween called the truth about called the truth about Halloween a few weeks ago, is it even right for us to celebrate Easter? And uh, also, one of the questions we're going to be answering today is, what is the true meaning of Easter? So you will get all these answers and uh, even you know and answers to more questions on today's show as we explore the topic. And here is our topic. Our topic is, um, our topic is, our topic is the truth about Easter. I have some awesome guests with me here in studio. Um, I've got Adrian Rus. Adrian is, uh, I've got to say it with, I've got to roll the R, Rivieta. But Adrian is all the part from Pretoria, all the way from Pretoria, where they roll their R's. We've got Adrian Rus, um, from, uh, from the Pagan Council. So he's going to be telling us about, um, you know, about the pagan origins of Easter, because when I was reading through, I kind of saw that there were actually some of those. And, um, I've also got, I've also got um, Pastor Gary Rivers. He doesn't like to be called Pastor, although he's actually even more than a pastor. He's like Bishop. He's the pastor of pastors. Uh, <laughs> Gary Rivers, all the way from uh, from Grace Point, and uh, he's going to be, be speaking to us also about um, about the truth about Chris, um, about not Christmas, about Easter. And also in studio with me, and I'm really also uh, very very excited about this guest. I have uh, Mark Cunningham. I'm close enough. Yeah. Mark Cunningham. I, I never know how to say your surname because I only call you by your name. Neither do I, really. <laughs> I how do we, you say it? It's, well, it's, it's got Irish origins. So I suppose it? it's, it's meant to sound like Conahan. Oh, happy St. Patrick's oh, Day thank to you. you. Hello. Very, very Weren't you wearing green today? <laughs> Should Should be. wearing green. No, no. <laughs> so, so Mark. We, we struggle to pronounce it in this country, <laughs> but it's okay. So Hello. Mark is a, just to let you know, Mark is a, is a worship pastor at Bryanston Bible Church. And uh, he's also the coordinator. That's why I actually met him, uh, coordinator for Worship Central South Africa. But more than that, you know, I've always known Mark as, um, as just a great guy. You know, um, he really just served us so well just, just during the conferences that we had with Worship Central. Um, up until the one time I get this email and it says it's about to release of an album. And it's Mark Cunningham. I'm like, oh, there's another one trying to sing. He thinks just because <laughs> he knows people who sing, and not me, uh, <laughs> that he can sing. And then I literally picked up this album, and there, and I was, I was stunned, bro. I was so surprised, Thanks. you know, because I think if I had a voice like yours, psh, I'd never serve the way that you do. Huh. You know, like you're gonna get Please. a prize. Nice. And so I must say, man, I was really just encouraged, just by your heart, and um, and I wanted people to just. You know, to just hear you. 
I know that I was, you know, surprised to do. And you may probably think that a lot of people know who Mark Cunningham is. As a matter of fact, <laughs> when that album became available on, uh, on South African iTunes, it went all the way to number one. Not in the gospel charts, but in the charts. No pressure. Uh-oh. No pressure, Mark. Do you have something? I, I, I want to, you know, I want you to play something special for us. Just, uh, you know, as uh, as we get into this into this Easter um, Easter topic of ours. Thanks, Lisa. You can go for it. Amazing. So um, I, I loved what you said, and um, just about this Good Friday. And I suppose that if you're someone that does believe in in what happened, it really is the day that completely changed our lives for eternity. So this is really a song that just speaks about that. Yeah. Breaks the power of sin and darkness, whose love is mighty and so much stronger. The King of glory, the King above all kings. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place That you would bear my cross You would lay down your life That I would be set free Oh, Jesus, I sing for All that you've done for me Who brings our chaos back into order? Who makes the orphan a son and daughter? The King of glory, the King above all kings. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place. You would bear my cross You would lay down your life That I would be set free Oh, Jesus, I sing for All that you've done for me This is amazing grace (laughs) That sounds good is unfailing love that you would take my place that you would bear my cross you would lay down your life that I would be set free oh Jesus I sing for all that you've done for me. Mark Carnahan or Carnahan or Conehan. <laughs> it's spelled, it's spelled, okay, you know, you know, Mark is spelled M-A-R. This one is with a K. Okay. So Mark, so whew, at least that's normal. <laughs> and then Carnahan, C-O-U-N-I-H-A-N. That's it. 
with an N, not a not an M. Yep, N. Yeah, yeah, with an N. N, yeah, with an N, with an N. Yeah. Thank you so much, bro. And I'm going to be hearing I'm I'm going to be hearing more from you later. So why do we um what do we know about Easter? We know that Jesus died, that he rose again in three days, and that is what we are celebrating. But where does the name come from, and are there any pagan origins to what we as Christians believe to be our most sacred holiday? Um, we think it's probably the most sacred holiday, but it might be somebody else's sacred holiday too, who's not necessarily a Christian. But uh, with me today, I've got uh, Adrian Ruiz uh, from the SA Pagan Council, who'll give us some answers from uh, from uh, from a pagan uh, point uh, point of view. Uh, Adrian, welcome to Cliff Central. Thank you, Louis, sir, and thank you to our oh, good morning to your listeners as well. Morning, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> good to have you here, man. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. Now, there are um, there are some speculations that Easter, you know, it's a it's a pagan festival. So I'm going to start right there. Is it is it true? Um, there's different views from different people in the pagan community. Um, so yes and no. Uh, some okay. will definitely go for. Yes, it is uh, because uh, it's it's for the uh, the spring uh, equinox. Um, yeah, that that we do not celebrate at this stage. We're going into winter. That's more the northern hemisphere, okay. but that's a celebration of life. Uh, the the uh, basically the end of winter, the beginning of summer. That that's the the main thing uh, from from the pagan perspective. Um, then there's other quarters that will believe uh, that it's, uh, it's totally a Jewish. Um, Passover festival yep. from the pagans, so they do not recognize that as that at, at all. Okay, so that's basically it in a nutshell. Okay, cool. So um, there obviously are there any sort of similarities because you know we believe that we believe that Jesus died and so on and so forth. Are there any sort of similarities between that and um, and anything that happened to like a pagan god around Easter? Not not to the gods. Remember, all the pagan festivals are are, are centered around the, the seasons. Yeah. So, so the similarities I would say uh, from winter, second yeah. time death, going into life in spring, that that's the similarities I can okay. draw to it. So, from that perspective, yes. But oh. otherwise, no. Godwise, no. Oh, is it okay? So it's not about because obviously you know Easter, East being uh, when the sun rises. I hope it's still like that this year. Um, it hasn't. That hasn't changed, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you know Easter is obviously about you know the rising because I was kind of reading some stuff and I saw that you know it's about um, the God of the Sun and so on and so mm. forth. So it's got nothing to do with that. It's just a it's just a celebration. It's celebration. Okay. Moving from from winter to spring. Awesome stuff. Um, now yesterday yesterday uh, Adrian I uh, I went to go get some you know uh, my my daughter daughter today uh, at school they've got like Easter. Easter celebration. So I went out. Um, we had to put, we had to make a hat into into an Easter thing. I can't even remember what the what the actual word really is. And so when I went out, I'm obviously, you know, being a Christian, I'm looking for the cross. Give me crosses, and you know, uh, give me some uh, some crowns of thorns, you know. And I'm gonna make a sort of a shrine on her head for her. But what I found was that, you know, Easter. Um, I didn't find any of that stuff. All I found was 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 bunnies. There was there was Easter eggs, hot cross buns. Mm. So, um, so I kind of thought, okay, cool. Well, this is not necessarily biblical, but you know what? It's fun. Let's just get it. But I want to know from you. I want to know from you. Do these have any pagan origin? Um, yes. Um, the eggs and the and the bunnies, especially, is it was a, a symbol of fertility and new life. 
So, yeah. so, so that, that falls in the whole thing about uh, winter and summer again. So, um, people used to, uh, see the bunny as sacred, uh, as a, as a, uh, a sign of new life beginning. Uh -huh. Same with the egg is a very powerful symbol of new life from the egg will be, uh, hatch a chicken. So, so that's where, where those things come in. Uh, and the, the, the coloring of the eggs, um, in, in the old days, people used to yeah. give these as gifts uh, from on, on, the, on the equinox to say good luck. So that, that's where the culling is like a gift that was given. Does but, that still happen today? No, not in that sense. They, they've commercialized a lot. You've seen it. The, the bunnies, the, the eggs you go, go buy in the, in the shops. It's commercialized. Okay. But, but the origins is there. Okay, cool. So it actually, it actually literally was. I mean, like, do you know even when that, you know, like when that sort of started? Um, I can't remember exact dates, uh, but there was uh, a, um, a decision taken by the Roman Catholic Church way back yeah. um, to, to celebrate this um, with the, the Easter we celebrate or the Christians celebrate um, to, to like accommodate more people because they found it very hard to, to convert uh, the pagan to Christian, uh, the Christian faith. So, so a lot of the old stuff got uh, drawn into the Christian faith as well. And that, uh, but, but that's, I think it, uh, by speaking under correction, about 300 um, uh, BC, mm -hmm. the, the Roman Catholic Church started to implement. To some of this. Yes. Well, I mean, I've, I've got to actually say that, you know, Easter is not just for Christians. I think everybody sort of celebrates, you know, Easter, mm. unless those are saying that I'm not going to celebrate it because or else. You know, else shops wouldn't be so, you wouldn't be able to, to freely sell Easter stuff. In the same way that we can't actually say that, mm. you know, Christmas is a Christian holiday because everybody celebrates Christmas. You mm. know, we all get Christmas presents and so on and so forth. We all sing, um, Christmas carols, um, to, uh, to, to, and we all have Father Christmases and so on and so forth. And these are people who are not necessarily, um, who are not necessarily Christian, so to say. Mm. So, uh, do you celebrate Easter? Are you going to be celebrating Easter? No. I'm in the northern or southern hemisphere. Remember, we're not celebrating. We we're going into the the, the whole autumn equinox yeah. now. So, so no. what do you do? What do you do in your Easter? Well, How do you guys celebrate? It's just festivals with lights, thanking uh, for for what uh, the, the the thanking from going from the dark to the light again. That's yeah. just basically it. It's not nothing spectacular, special. Is it okay? Yeah. Cool. So yeah. Yeah. Well, Adrian, thank you. Thank no you so much. Yeah, yeah, for coming through. And, and I know that you guys have got a Facebook. You've got a Facebook page. Yes. ASA Pagan Council. A yes. lot of arguments go on there. Yes. Uh, I'm like, Indeed. what am I doing here? You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that is unfortunately yeah. one of the things. Yeah, but you know what? I think, you know, just so we know, obviously, the history of of our faith and so on and so forth. See how other people, mm, see good. people think, you know? I've always said that, like, if you feel stable in what you mm. believe in, you know what I mean? Then... Then just, you know, like just no more. So thank you so much for, um, for, for taking the time to really just, um, just be with us here in the open book. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adrian, Adrian Ruiz from the SA Pagan Council yes. telling us uh, all the facts. And, um, yeah. Just like to say happy Easter to the Christian, my Christian friends and Christian listeners. Thank you so much. I was just going to ask you for a message, but I thought, no. I don't know if it's going to be appropriate, no. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so on and so forth. Thank you so much. Yeah, so um, I've got Mark Carnahan as well, um, in studio and also um, Gary Rivers. Um, they're going to be 
They're going to be speaking also, just coming and speaking about the truth. Yeah, stick with us here on The Open Book as we find the truth about Easter. This is CliffCentral.com Choice. Sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't. AutoTrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. AutoTrader New Car. The choice is yours. It is uh, the truth about um, about Easter, because that's what uh, we are celebrating at um, at this moment. So, and speaking about uh, in studio with me, I have uh, I have Gary Gary Rivers. Gary, thank you so much for making the time. No, thank you so much. We're gonna have the whole family the here soon because I had your wife. I know about a month ago. Give any kids? Give my kids any chance. Serious, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, any chance to be on radio or anything. Trust me. They, uh, and they'll go for it. Oh, man, they're both preachers. And uh, wow. so, no, let's say any time. Uh, just give them half an opportunity and I'll be here. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, man. So we want to know, you know, um, Adrian was here and was telling us about, um, just giving us some facts. Mm. About uh, about Easter, yeah. um, so you're going to give us the truth. Sure, <laughs> no pressure, <laughs> no pressure, because <laughs> there is a difference. So, what is the? I mean, like, what is the meaning? What is the meaning of Easter, and uh, why do we celebrate it? Look, I mean, it's not, uh, I think as you said to him uh, earlier on in the intro to your show, that it is obviously the pivotal point uh, of the faith, you know, for Christians. Yeah, uh, and in our mind, it's it's actually that which makes us different from all the other religions and faiths in the sense that. We we are the, you know, we are the we are really understands the the death uh, and resurrection of of Jesus, you know. So the yeah. death and resurrection, um, and the fact that Christ lived again and lives again uh, for us is is key. You know, we don't we do not worship a dead God mm. or a God in a tomb somewhere or some artifact of a God, but uh, our God is in fact very alive and amongst us and um, and brings about new life for us. So Easter is critical. You know, it, yeah. it, and and I know we were speaking a bit about the the pagan aspect and the Easter eggs and the, you know, um, you know the bottom line is this is that there is always going to be these. Uh, it's the same with Christmas, really. You know, yeah. um, and, and you know, it's it's for me, it's more. It's not about the holiday at all. I mean, the holiday. I mean, I go home on a I go home on a Friday after a Good Friday service, uh, mortified. At the, huh. at the death of Jesus, you know, and how, and his death and the way he died and the reality that he died for me and the guys brying on the side of the, brying in their homes and swimming and Oaks going on holiday and using it as a holiday weekend. I think that is, uh, I think it's shameful, you know, mm. I think that it's a, it's a holy day and, um, uh, for Christ followers. And unfortunately, we've made it about the holiday. Yeah. And we've lost the meaning of it. You know, um, and, um, you know, I have a struggle with that. And I know, it, 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 you know, as I was thinking about it, it's, it comes across actually as quite judgmental in a way. I understand that. And I could take a bit of criticism for it. But, um, you know, I, I, I'll speak to my friends of other faiths and they going, man, you guys don't take this thing seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just by the virtue of the fact that, uh, you know, people see it as a, and a lot of Christians even see it as a, as an opportunity to go away for the weekend and have a jaw. I mean, yeah. it's the, it's the death and resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Fair Christ. Right. You know, seriously, if you're a, if you're a Christ follower, take it seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I mean, thing. I know that like, you know, a lot of people, what they start, what they start to do is that they start to plan parties for, yeah, for Thursday yeah. evening, you know, knowing that 100%. you can sleep in. And look, and, and I'm a, you know, if, if you're not a Christian, yeah. I'm like, that's hundred percent. You know, I understand that. You know, I, I think that, um, <laughs> in terms of where we're going, I'm, I don't, to be honest with you, um, I don't even think Friday, 
um, should be a holiday. Mm. Like if you're a cross follower, and we live in a multi-faith country, if you're a cross, fro- cross follower, take leave. Let it cost something. You know, cost you a day's wow. leave. Yeah. I think it's an opportunity for you to witness because you're out on your leave form. I'm I'm a Christian, so I'm taking the day off to celebrate or to be part of of Easter. It's a holy weekend for me. Yeah, and um, yeah. and so you know, take leave. Yeah, I so mean, the, like there are because there are people of other faiths, for instance, who um, who who have their their fast or their prayers Absolutely. on a Friday, yeah. and. Um, and they have to leave work to obviously 100%. make their way through to the mosque or anything 100%. else. Hundred so percent. Every, everyone is very clear on every single shop. Uh, if a, if it's a Muslim uh, who owns a shop, uh, they will have a sign on the door closed between twelve and yeah. two. And, and they're uh, losing business around no, that time. It's, it's, but it's, it's their costly. Hundred percent. And that's why sometimes, uh, as I speak to you know, I speak to friends of other faith, they're going like, "Man, you you guys don't. You expect us to take it seriously, but you don't take it seriously, mm. because it's not really about the holiday, is it? I mean, it really is about the it's a, it's about the event. It's not about the holiday. Yeah. You know, the event is the we have made it about the holiday, but in fact, it is about the it's it's about the um, it's the event, not the holiday. And for me, that's a, uh, you know, yeah. you know, so it's the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's, re- it's really, it's important to us, um, for, for Christ followers. It's a, it is a great opportunity for, um, to celebrate that, to celebrate yeah. our faith. It's a wonderful opportunity. We have a lot of people who come to church uh, on Easter Sunday. Um, you know, sometimes out of tradition because you go to church on Easter Sunday. I'm okay with that. You know, come, yeah. we don't, you know, we don't, we shouldn't care why people come to church at the end of the day. If it, even if it's out of tradition for that day, yeah. you never know what God might do in that day, you know? Yeah. So, um, we need to be as welcoming as possible. I've been to way too many churches that, uh, welcome, you know, they'll, they'll say, this pastors them say, welcome to all our, Two time visitors, you know, Christmas and, <laughs> and Easter. Great to see you here. You <laughs> but know, I must say, we'll though, see because you in Christmas again. You yeah, know, I'm yeah. like, what's the point of that? Yeah. You know, because then people leave going, that's why I actually don't come to church. We should embrace people who visit us. You yeah, know, absolutely. On, on, even if it's one, if yeah. it's that once, you just need just that once. But churches are full. I mean, look, churches are full. On, no, overflowing. Uh, but then again, a lot of people are back from, let's say, a lot of people who work away, yeah. you know, um, and people are home. So it's, it, it, it's a good service. You no, know? 100%. It's no, a good 100%. service to go to. And especially because, you know, we all kind of go to, when we're away, we all kind of go to different churches. And so yeah, for the first good. time, actually as a family, yeah. you know, like we're actually with our families yeah. on that day and we're able to, you know, we're able to go to, yeah. we're able to go to one church. Yeah. I, I like the tradition where the, where the, the, the Thursday night, Mm-hmm. So first of all, you know, some churches practice, you know, Lent, you know, the 40 days leading up to Easter. And um, the idea behind Lent is is a preparation. It's this whole thing that I'm really talking about is this preparation for Easter. So what happens is this is that um, so some of the churches the, do the 40 days before they'll have an Ash Wednesday service, which is about death. Um, and uh, and it's a reminder. And the whole idea of it is a reminder of of a preparation prep time of preparation for Easter. Now I know people go it's it's unbiblical or it's whatever and I, I don't that's another argument. The issue is this is that um the idea is not to arrive at Easter weekend, go Yeah. Oh my word, you know it's Easter. Uh, quickly do a Friday morning maybe a lot of churches don't even practice Friday morning services. Uh, and then do Sunday, and then we're on again, you know, in this rapid world of ours that, that is so fast, and so we don't have any chance to breathe, any time to reflect in terms of ourselves. And so the whole Lenten period is an idea of preparing for Easter, so that by the time we get to Easter, yeah. 
It's not just a weekend holiday, as I said. It's not just a moment of getting there going, oh my word, it's Easter, it's rushed upon us, we, you know, it's so fast. Mm, so mm, the time mm. of Lent, if people fast or not, or preparation, spiritual preparation, because it's a, it's a meaningful event. Yeah. It's not something that you should just arrive upon. I mean, let me give you an example. My daughter's turning 21 in April. You have uh, no idea of the preparation for the party. And we still have done nothing. There's still nothing. But, but the point is, is there's this anticipation of, her yeah. 20, of Rebecca's 21st, you know. So there's all this planning, preparation, thinking, and all the rest of it. It's just, it should be, we, no one arrives at their 21st or their wedding going, hey, man, um, it's my wedding today. Let's do something. There's a time <laughs> of preparation. So if, when it comes to Easter, the Lenten period is about a preparation for Easter for this incredible life-changing moment that we celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, um, what, because there are obviously a lot of symbolisms when it comes mm. to, when it comes to sure. Easter. And, um, I'd like to just give, you know, the listeners just an insight, you know, like sure. an insight into this. Sure. For instance, you know, how, how Christians celebrate the blood. Mm. Um, actually, actually, when, uh, about, before we got an understanding of the importance of the blood, you know, mm. my wife used to think that it's actually, it's actually pretty disgusting, you know, mm. like, you know, blood and the cross, and it doesn't mm. exactly look all too, mm. or mean like all too good. Yeah. What are those? What is the meaning of those of those symbols? Yeah, and sure. why are they so important to the Christian faith? Sure. Well, I mean, the, the symbolism of the blood of Christ that he speaks about. Um, you know, I I I, I heard um, Adrian. Yeah, yeah, Adrian. Uh, the guest yeah, before yeah. Adrian, you're talking about um, uh, talking about some of the stuff in that. Um, uh, but for but for example, in that um, it, when when it comes to communion and, and the blood of Christ, you spoke about the Passover for the Jewish people re- representing the Passover. Yes, the Passover. Don't forget was the the time when when um, when the blood of the lamb was put on the door on the houses and that. Uh, so the angel of death as it went over Egypt, um, and so they were celebrating the Passover because of the understanding of the blood that had to be shed of the, of the lamb yeah um and when jesus spoke about this blood at the passover meal but that he was celebrating he was Mm. speaking about the blood of a new covenant in other words a new relationship and so he was saying that unless my blood is spilt unless i am unless i'm killed unless blood flows that is this that is the size of the or the 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 effect of my sacrifice of my love for you Mm. is i have to die Mm. So just as the the blood of the lamb had to be shed in the past for the Passover meal, um, so the blood of the lamb, and Jesus called himself the lamb, had yeah. to be shed uh, for us to to be able to live. And uh, as a sign, it was a sign of a new relationship. He spoke about a new covenant or a new relationship yeah. between God and humanity, and and the blood being poured, his death was a symbol of that of the of the new relationship. Mm. And and that for, for the for the sake that Passover was. Was it was it was once a year, right? That's correct. And so and so there was there was you know there was sacrificing every single every Absolutely. single Easter. Yeah. But um, there's something about you know there's something about Jesus whose blood. That's why we always speak about the power of the blood. Yeah. But there's something about this blood that that saved us all and washed us off our sins yeah. once and for all. Sure. And uh, not only just for that moment, or not only just for the future, okay. but um, but also for. 
you know, for the past as well. I mean, it's, it's, you know, like the power of the blood is eternal, eternal going forward and eternal, you know, like eternal going back. And don't forget blood in the symbolism of blood anyway has a huge significance. So there's in in Jewish custom, uh, in in African custom, uh, the blood being shed uh, just generally is as a symbolic blood symbolically is massive throughout the, you know, that's uh, many traditions, many cultures, blood is significant. And the reason why it's so significant is because without blood in us, we yeah. can't live. I well, mean, I mean, so. we also believe that, you know, like life is in the blood. 100%. You know, 100%. Um, yeah. No, for sure. That's where, that's where everything is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so the significance of, and, and I know speak, people speak about, I mean, like talking about the grossness of blood and all the rest of it. And, um, but, but if it wasn't for the blood that runs through us, we would not live. You know, it's so critical that's to us true. living. So the symbolism of the blood of Christ being shed for us. You know, is, um, I, I mean, just for a moment so that you can imagine the, the, the Jesus's friends sitting around having the Passover meal. Yeah. So, yeah, they was, you know, doing the Passover meal, the, the cups that they would have drank, there were four cups that they would have drank through the Passover meal, celebrating the Passover back way back when, when they were, when they released out of Egypt, uh, out of slavery. And then it gets to the fourth cup. Which is known as the cup of halal, which is where we get the word hallelujah, which is actually after you have the fourth cup, there would be praise and worship and uh, all the rest of that. Uh. We're celebrating that, you know, after the Passover meal. So it was the fourth cup, which is known as the cup of halal. Yeah. But, um, um, so that he would, he would lift up the cup and then say the specific rites and that according to the Passover meal. And he just changes everything. He goes, instead of doing the Jewish, um, uh, liturgy in essence or the Jewish prayers he looks yeah. up the fourth cup and they're waiting for it gives thanks which is what they would do to the father or give thanks to Yahweh and then he changed and said this is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of your sins you yeah. know uh, and in that moment radicalizes the Passover which which has come to to us to known as communion or the Lord's Supper or breaking of bread mm. uh, from that moment on I mean this is awesome shouldn't we be celebrating Easter every single day of our lives, you know, shouldn't we forever be reminding ourselves of what Jesus did mm-hmm. on this day instead of, instead of putting it, putting it specifically to yeah. just this, you know, to, to this specific time. You see, many of us, uh, I do agree with you. Many of us want to, though, the only thing is, is many of us want to skip the, the crucifixion. So, uh, so you'll find how many places, even church communities don't celebrate Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, at all, there'll just be an Easter Sunday service because everyone just wants to get to the resurrection part. Everyone wants to be part of the, hey man, you know, this is the resurrection and all this, the yeah. celebration. There cannot be a, a resurrection without a death. There can't be life without dying first. That's the essence of our faith, isn't it? You have to die to self. Jesus kept on saying, you have to die to self, pick up my cross. You must understand, in Jesus' time, yeah. you, you must understand, if, 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 Luis, if you were told, go and pick up a cross, you must understand that was a death sentence for you. No one ever picked up their cross, started walking, and then someone, some human rights lawyer or some constitutional court or some mm, church mm, group mm. came and said, hey, man, listen, yeah, actually, don't worry about it. If you picked up the cross, you were dead. That's yeah. it. You were, you were dead, gone. No one ever picked up a cross and ended up putting it down again and living. And so when Jesus says, pick up your cross, he speaks about, actually, go and die. Mm. Die to yourself. Mm. That is the essence of it. So we can't celebrate Sunday without without going through the crucifixion first. Yeah. People want to be born and bypass the, the crucifixion. Mm. So someone said, the, po- the point, sorry, man, give, it, give, the, no, mic no, to, please, give please. the mic to a preacher, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you three points quickly, man. The, the, someone said, I don't know who it was that said it. They said, we need to live every day yeah. as if Christ, what is it? Died yesterday, rose today, and is coming tomorrow. So well, every day yeah. in this, we need to live as if Christ died, died yesterday, yesterday, rose today, 
and he's coming tomorrow. That's how we need to live our lives. Yeah. All the time in the shadow of those three things. I guess, you know, you know like I guess it's a, every single day has got to be a day 100%. where we totally surrender our lives. Correct. You know, like, uh, surrender our thoughts. Correct. Um, and, and, and invite God in, you know, yeah, to be the correct. resurrection and, and, you know, like in everything that correct. we do. I, I love what you're saying about, about living every day as if it's Easter. I love, I love it. Yeah. I, because I think that in essence, we, we, we call to live victorious lives because of the resurrection. Absolutely. In, in my sense. You know, but, uh, you know, some Christians, we look as if we've been sucking lemons all day. You know? <laughs> uh, I mean, people going, man, I don't know if I want to be part of that faith, man. They look so depressed and so, you know. And it shouldn't be like that. 100%. It should, I mean, it seriously. Should, well, it's actually, it, it, it actually is not like that. So 100%. therefore, you know, we shouldn't make it out at all to be like that. Um, no. I remember, you know, like when I was, when I was outside looking in, I used to be like, yeah, those guys say, come to Christ and uh, you'll receive freedom. And I'd be like, yo, you look like you're in jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere, man. <laughs> you look like you're in jail. You know, we're going to carry on just our talk. Um, it's funny because the hour just finishes so quickly. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I want, I would like, uh, you know, Mark just to give us, just to give us another song. Mark, thanks so much for being here, bro. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Kaunahan. So which one are you going to, which Kaunahan. one are you going to give us now? Kaunahan. I was just thinking now, um, you know, just this, uh, am I on? There we go. Yeah. 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 yeah just. <laughs> Um, just remembering every day, and I suppose just like um, Easter and just like Christmas as well, you know, we've got to be so careful just to remind ourselves of the bigger picture. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. when we get, we get we go to the shops and there's and um, there's Easter eggs everywhere, and um, but I heard the most amazing story recently uh, about John F. Kennedy in the 1960s when um, he cast this bigger picture vision uh, to America, and he said, "Guys, the big picture." is going to be, we are going to put a man on the moon. And, yeah. um, and he was telling, you know, the whole nation, we're putting a man on the moon, the big picture. And eventually John F. Kennedy and all the executives did kind of their, their walking tour around Cape Canaveral where the rockets were going to be launched. And he was doing a meet and greet and they would kind of arrive at the chief engineer and say, Oh, nice to meet you. So what do you do here? And he's like, well, I'm, you know, fixing and managing the rockets. And then they would, arrive at um, the person's reception. Ah, welcome. What do you do here? And they were like, oh, you know, just managing the office. And then they bumped into um, one of the janitors, one of the cleaners at Cape Canaveral where the rockets have been launched. And they said, oh, hi there. What are you doing here? And the janitor responded. He went, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. Mm. And it was such a wonderful um, response. And he was going, he understood the bigger picture, mm. you know, yeah. just, and he, he wasn't just cleaning floors. He wasn't just, mm. he was playing an integral part on the bigger picture, which is putting a man on the moon. And it's so important for us every day in the midst of all these other things that are going on, these, you know, um, Easter eggs or Christmas trees and everything, which are all beautiful. And we all love them. I mean, yeah, I've got yeah. kids. I love them so much. And they taste good too. <laughs> they taste so good, you know? And, um, but just to always go, there's a bigger picture. There's a bigger mm. picture of Jesus has changed our lives for eternity, which is amazing. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I suppose because of that, we get to be in a relationship with him, we believe. Yeah. That we actually can be in a relationship with him. And this is a song called Call to Live um, that is really a conversation between um, myself and God, just about you know wanting to live, wanting to be brave, not safe. Because it seems like in the world today, um, we need to be brave, not safe. Yeah. So this is called Call Love to it. Live. Myself in a stick situation, never comfortable at bay. I 
But I guess you made me that way I'm pretty sure you made me that way And faith, fear not, get low And listen, I need you Brave, not safe A mission, you may make mistakes You may make mistakes, but hey I'm only human, I say But you say, child, you have been chosen You say, but I say I'm feeling broken, I say But you say you'll carry me today It's the call to live again Breaking my jaw to give again Shaping my heart to see again With eyes of faith again Cause I find myself in a sticky situation I'm never comfortable at bay But I guess you made me that way I'm pretty sure you made me that way Faith, fear not, get low And listen, I need you Brave, not safe A mission, you may make mistakes You may make mistakes, but hey I'm only human, I say But you say, child, you have been chosen You say but I say I'm feeling broken And I say But you say You'll carry me the way Oh man I love those lyrics I need you brave Not safe I need you brave Not safe You know a lot of times When we watch When we watch movies And uh, just kind of speaking About myself And mm. you know Where the world Just seems so perfect It's mm. uh it's some American family in uh, in Orange County, <laughs> in, <laughs> in L.A., and children are running around yeah. in the streets, yeah. and the day is just so beautiful. And, and, and you know, like the one time I was actually thinking, I was like, because because so many times all we want is just that sort of a life. It's like, yeah, yeah. I want to find stability. I want to be debt free, w- w- which are all good things. Mm. And then um, I wanted to sort of go and and live my life somewhere else. Mm. You know what I mean? Like where there's no crime mm. and have my children go to school. They have great careers. And 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 one thing I thought about, I was like, actually, no, I don't think it would be great to have that life, yeah. but that can't be the life. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? And I know this may this may freak people, you know, freak some people out a bit, but um, but I really feel that I really feel that you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get stuff when I get to you know, like when I get to heaven, that's when I'm gonna have the real rest, yeah. you know. But yeah. for now, it's about you know, it's about telling people about Jesus. Mm. It is. Um, it is. There is so much more to it mm-hmm. than uh, than the life that we're in now. And I don't care how great your life is. And uh, how beautiful your mm. life is. Mm. Uh, it's important that you have a purpose and it needs to be a God purpose, mm. you know, that's yeah. in us. Um, because even the times when I had everything, I know that I wasn't absolutely happy up until I had um, a hope. I had a mission 
mm. within me. Do you know what I mean? And that obviously is to expand the, you know, like to expand the kingdom and to add my little bit. I mean, I think God is still going to do what God is going to do re- mm. regardless of me. Yeah. But, um, but, but I feel like, you know, but our joy is being able to, to sort of join in in those plans. Mm. Mm. And that's why, you know, like that's why we do what we do. Mm. Mm. So we do what we do. Mark, to you, I mean, like, what does Easter mean to you? Oh, I suppose I've mentioned it a lot, but it, it, it really is. If you believe that this is true, yeah, it's changed our lives for eternity. It really has. I mean, nothing can ever be the same. But the wonderful thing about that, that, that big picture, you know, yeah. man on the moon, he's, he's done something that is just so beyond what we could imagine. Mm. But it's, it's also wonderful how, and because of that, even in our everyday lives now, um, we get to experience a personal relationship with him, and we get to find that that courage, that bravery, um, that peace, that life, that joy that can only really come from him. And I believe it can only really come from him because I've, I've, you know, been on both sides, and it feels <laughs> like um, the the true yeah. courage and joy and peace comes from him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's so many things mm. out there. That's power, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, it just always reminds me of, uh, you know, it's for me, it's a coming back to earth again uh, mm-hmm. with a real, with a reality and the authenticity of our faith. You know, the, 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 the um, Easter was very real. Yeah. Uh, the crucifixion and death of Jesus and torture was very real. His resurrection was very real. And sometimes, um, we in the faith can get so clouded by all the, all the gizmos and the, and the lights and the, and sometimes, and I mm-hmm. love all of that and the fluff. Mm. Um, sure. but it's the reality of, uh, it's the reality. I remember going to a church the once and, um, as you came out for communion, everyone was sprayed. They, the oaks, the old, uh, the ushers sprayed hand sanitizer on your hands. Yeah. That you, as you came out of the, out of your row and you'd sort of have this hand sanitizer, you know, to wash <laughs> your hands mm-hmm. before you received communion. And I used to go like, I'm trying to imagine these like beautiful, clean, soft little hands reaching out for communion and seeing the, the bloody, scarred, sure. rough um, hands of bloody, you know, of Jesus, mm, mm, you know, mm, mm. Our, our faith is not the sanitized, um, yeah. you know, uh, sanitized, safe faith at all. And mm. Easter is a reminder. Yeah. Uh, it's about death and resurrection yeah. and the reality and the authenticity of our faith. And I, I love being reminded mm. uh, at least of the authenticity of it. The bottom line, the single message is this, is that, is that God so loved the world that he sent his only son mm. to save us. Yeah. That's mm. the essence of our faith. That's awesome. Thank you so much. John. I just thank, you know, Gary Rivers from thank Grace you. Point in, uh, in Lone Hill. Great thank church. You. It's a, it's a Methodist church like no other. (laughs) (laughs) You'll only know it is because I've told you, not because I've told you so. And just also just to you, Mark, for just coming over here. Um, just once again to reiterate what you said, you know, I need you safe, not brave. And that's why your album is actually called To the Brave Ones. Brilliant. Um, uh, To the Brave Ones, you know. Um, I believe that, you know, as Jesus is, so are we in this world, Mm. you know, that, um, uh, when he was so brave to go to the cross, that same spirit now resides in us yeah. because of his death yeah. and because of his resurrection. Um, I, I thank you both, and yeah, everybody, happy Easter! Thank you. And uh, we always Bless remember you. the true meaning Amen. of um, of of just what is um, what Easter is. This was the open book with myself, Lo Yiso Bala, and um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks, bro. Thanks, Thanks so much. Cheers, bye. The open book on cliffcentral.com.